Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we are going to talk about role-playing, boys. Role-playing. So powerful to get girls attracted to you. Now, this isn't the role-playing in the bedroom, although that can obviously happen too. Girls like to do that a lot. But this is actually role-playing in conversation. So the reason we do this is because women like to be playful. And you guys always have to remember, like the most important thing about attracting women is being playful. Not the most important thing, but up there. Okay, the most important thing is obviously frame control, leading the conversation, having confidence, all that, but also being playful. Okay, what is that old song that everybody absolutely hates and we wish that it would be removed from history altogether? That's right, girls just wanna have fun. Oh my hell, when I hear that song, it's just immediate headache. It's just immediate mental headache that turns into a physical headache and then I'm, I'm popping Advil just to freaking get it out of my head because it's so annoying, but it's true. Okay, girls just wanna have fun. And the way women have fun is by role-playing, by being silly, by telling jokes, okay? Think about girls on the schoolyard. Think about how we were kids. What did we do? We role-played, okay? They played with Barbies. They played with tea. We played with G.I. Joes. This was from childhood. And the reason why it gets attraction is because it elicits those playful emotions that are so important when you're trying to get a girl attracted to you. So when you can bring in these playful, and I want to emphasize playful, you're just messing around, kind of elements into your conversations with women, they're going to get way more attracted to you. So role-playing is exactly as it sounds. You play a role, she plays a role, you guys act it out, and this is done in a way where you're explaining situations and hopefully eliciting emotions into her that generate attraction for you. I'm going to explain how to do this as I continue to give examples, but that's the important thing here is you're creating a situation where you guys are role-playing out a scenario where she's getting more attracted to you, okay? This isn't scenarios where you're trying to pursue her. The scenario is she's trying to pursue you. And when we role-play things out, we actually feel the same emotions as we would if we were actually experiencing them in reality. So that's the power of role-playing is you're creating situations where she's really attracted to you. She is perhaps pursuing you and she's gonna feel those same emotions as she would if she were actually pursuing you or being really attracted to you. Now, a few quick caveats before we get into some of the role-playing techniques, okay? First of all, she has to be at least somewhat attracted to you. If you try to do this with a woman who isn't into you at all, she's gonna be like, what, what the hell are you doing? This is so stupid. So really it works when you've had at least one to two signs of attraction, but even if she's sweating you from across the room, you can open with these, although I don't suggest it very often, but I will give you a few examples of what's happened to me where I've opened with them, particularly in the cowboy type places, which I'm gonna talk about in a second. Okay, so... We want to do this when we have several signs of attraction. Okay, what are signs of attraction? I always go over this in the podcast and more specifically in my coaching program, but it's really important that you guys know. So I'm going to review them here. Playing with their hair, licking her lips, asking you personal questions, laughing at jokes that aren't funny, touching you, getting into your personal space, asking you what you're doing on the weekend, crossing one foot in front of the other as she stands, itching her wrist right here, which is actually from a primate 
kind of instinct that when primates are sexually attracted, they itch their wrists. So the inside of her wrist, if she's itching that, that's a really kind of cool sign of attraction that comes from the lizard brain from prehistoric times, if you will, where she's showing attraction for you. So when you have a couple of those, and you guys can just tell, right? I feel like I always have to explain this to you guys, even my clients, but I'm like, look, this is human nature. You guys just feel it. Like she's just into you. You can tell it in her eyes. You can tell the way she's talking to you. And when guys come into my program, they'll often tell me about situations where girls are doing certain things and they're like, what was she attracted to me? And I'm like, yes, you idiot. She was totally attracted to you. You should have went for the phone number. And sometimes they don't because they're inexperienced. But when you really just kind of analyze what she's doing, really look at her behavior, you can tell pretty pretty easily if a girl is attracted to you or not attracted to you. Yes, I've had a lot of experience. I've been doing this for multiple decades. I've seen it probably thousands of times, if not over 10,000 times, a woman being attracted to me. So to me, it's so ridiculously obvious, but just look for those signs, okay? Particularly laughing at jokes that aren't funny seems the most obvious one to me that happens just consistently time and time again and the general deer in the headlights look. And what I always tell people to imagine is a girl going into Justin Bieber's dressing room before his show, she wins the grand prize of getting to meet Justin Bieber, and she's looking at him with those eyes like, oh my God, oh my God, right? It's that kind of look that girls get into their eyes. So before we deploy any kind of role-playing situation, you want to make sure that she's at least somewhat attracted to you because this can go a little bit weird if you don't have that attraction. Now, some of the examples I'm going to give you, some of you may be listening to this and you're going to filter it through your not attracted state. And what I mean is you're going to look at it logically and be like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Why would that ever work? What you're failing to realize is that when women are in an emotional state, this kind of stuff takes them into more of a subconscious state of attraction that works because they're already a little bit attracted, if that makes sense. So attraction isn't logical. As I always say to you guys, attraction is not a choice. So these kinds of games, these things that go back to childhood, these things that elicit more of a subconscious kind of reaction to you come off as perhaps a little bit cheesy. They come off as a little bit contrived, a little bit immature and like stupid when you're listening to it from a really logical level, but they work when she's attracted to you and they get her even more attracted to you. I cannot explain to you how powerful this is. So role-playing is exactly as it sounds. She's playing a role, you're playing a role, and you guys are acting it out. As I told you earlier, if she's feeling emotions for you while doing the role-playing, and by the way, if you're feeling emotions for her while doing the role-playing, you're going to get attracted to her, whether it's real or not. Okay, so very basic role-playing. You play, say for example, a cowboy, and she plays a cowgirl. And the example I want to talk about is what just happened to me this weekend. I still go out with my girlfriends and we go country swing dancing. Guys, I cannot recommend swing dancing enough. What's cool about swing dancing is it exists on the East Coast, it exists on the West Coast, and it exists in the middle of the United States, which is usually country swing dancing, but it's all generally the same. West Coast swing, East Coast swing, cowboy swing, it's all very similar. And what's badass if you live in Colorado like I do, which for you foreign listeners is right in the middle of the country and we have a lot of mountains and nature and forests and horses and we got a lot of people around here that wear cowboy hats. So rocking a cowboy hat to the cowboy nightclub or the swing dance place is totally acceptable and oh my God, cowboy hats are goddamn girl magnets. 
They literally install magnets in those things that bring girls to you like you've never seen before. So sometimes I'll rock the cowboy hat, you know, we'll go out country swing dancing. And a lot of girls I've found, a lot of girls in those environments like to role play the whole cowboy thing. Okay. And a lot of the times they'll come up to me and ask me, are you a real cowboy? Okay. Now, sometimes I tell them the truth. I'm like, no, like not at all, not even close. But sometimes I'll be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I am. Would you like to dance? And I'll get into this whole role-playing thing. And I'll often ask them, the real question is, are you a real cowgirl? And they'll say, yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, how many horses you got? And she's like, well, I have like six horses. And I'm like, six, I got 12. I got a whole string of ponies that I have to ride down to the river every weekend, get them watered up. And then we take the cows into the pasture and take them back across Texas, back into their winter grazing where they can fatten up for the slaughter right? We're talking like cowboy stuff and girls really get into this. And you can keep this going through the whole night. She knows it's probably not true, right? Because who actually does that? I mean, there's such a small percentage of dudes who do that. And guys who really do that probably smell like a goddamn cow patty when they come into the nightclub. So she knows we're joking, but I've maintained these role-playing kinds of things for the whole night, right? And we'll dance a little bit and I'll be like, it was nice dancing with you, ma'am. Got to get back to my friends now. I'll see you soon as I like tip my hat, right? And she's like, oh, okay, I'll see you soon, right? And we're playing this thing. And then I may approach her again and be like, how's it going, cowgirl? Been thinking about you. I need another dance right now, right? And she's like, oh, I need a dance too. I'm a Southern Belle and she'll get into it. And now you guys are role-playing. You're doing this whole thing that comes from childhood that really develops a lot of attraction in her. Guys, I know a lot of you sitting there wrinkling your eyebrows, hyperextending your anal chakra, but just fucking trust me. I've been doing this for a long time. I have seen it time and time again. When they can get into that role-playing element, it brings them back into something they love, which is fantasy. Why do you think literotica, things like Fifty Shades of Grey, are so popular? is because they love to put themselves into this fantasy world where they're acting out their fantasies. So time and time again, I've had girls do this, especially when I got the cowboy hat on. One quick story. I used to be a bouncer at a cowboy bar. It was called Cowboy Lounge. It was in Denver. Okay, I did it for five years. Every Thursday, ladies night for four hours a week. That freaking job got me so many girls I cannot even explain. I know I've said it several times on this podcast, but I just want to impress upon you the power of what a top of funnel status position can do for you, such as being a bouncer, such as being a doorman, a bartender, a DJ, a yoga instructor, whatever it is. So I was a bouncer and I had to wear the white Stetson cowboy hat, had a red shirt on that said staff on it, and girls would come up to me all the time and be like, oh my God, I've always fantasized about being with a cowboy. I had a girl open me and I swear on my father's grave, this is true. She comes up to me and she's like, oh my God, I've always wanted to suck a cowboy's dick. And I was like, inside, I was like, damn, dude, that was the most forward goddamn approach I've ever heard, right? I've heard some crazy shit, but that was just immediately, she just comes up and she's like touching my chest and she's like, I want to suck your dick. And I was like, damn, girl, like slow down. I had to like compose myself, but I went right into the role playing because I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, is that right, ma'am? Talk to me about how you do that. 
And she's like, oh my, like her eyes went wide. You could tell there was a snail trail going down her leg underneath her dress. Cause she's like, oh my fucking God, this is turning me on so much. So she's like explaining it to me. And then I was of course urging her on with the language about how she's going to do it. And the whole time fighting an erection that would probably have been the size of the Statue of Liberty. I'm like, stay down motherfucker. It's so embarrassing, right boys? You've all been there. When you're like talking to a hot girl or dancing with a hot girl and the freaking red helmeted warrior wants to come into battle and he's just growing and growing. You're like, oh my hell, dude, stay down, boy, stay down. Sometimes a little bit embarrassing, but I tell you guys always the truth. Sometimes when I know I'm going to be in tough situations like that, I'll wear like extra tight underwear just to keep that fucker down. But I'll tell you what, in that situation, oh my hell, man, I almost walked around with a tent in my pants. And you'll see this happen to a lot of guys and it's pretty funny and I'm sure it's happened to you too. But she's role-playing through that, right? She's talking about how she wants to do it and what I would do and everything like that. And it, man, it turned me the fuck on. And I know it turned her on too. And it was one of those awesome situations that came out of her bravery, frankly. She probably had a couple shots in her. I can almost guarantee you she did for approaching a dude in that way and just being straight up. Like I've always wanted to suck a cowboy's dick. And this is what women fantasize about. This is why they read those kinds of stories. And this too is why wearing a cowboy hat is so powerful. Some of you guys are in the military and you go into a mall or a grocery store with your multicam on, right? And you're in the army and you have these boots on and you have the hat on and girls are just jocking you because they like that kind of fantasy, a dude in uniform, a guy who is gonna sweep her off her feet and protect her. So not only can your clothing get you into these role-playing kind of situations, but also the kinds of things that you say. So one of the things I like to bring up when, again, she's a little bit attracted to me, I can tell I'm getting some signs of attraction, I know that she's probably gonna be down with a little bit of role-playing, is I ask her the simple question. I say, so if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Okay, and she's going to talk about whatever, like levitation, burning something with her eyes, anything like that. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I don't think that's true. What I think you do is I think you have the power of seduction. I think that's your power. I just got to get a feeling about you. I feel like your superpower would be seduction, such as when you wink at a guy, stops his heart immediately. Just the heart stops, right? You wink at him. Don't wink at me, by the way. Do not. Absolutely do not wink at me. Stops his heart. So of course, what's she going to do? She's going to wink at you and you're like, oh, and you pretend like your heart stops and you're like, I need another wink to get my heart to start again as you like put your hand on your shoulder and you're like pretending to be keeled over. Again, guys, you're listening to this from a logical perspective and you're like, bro, that's so lame, dude. My anal shocker is hyperextending right now because I totally disagree. It works. Please, God, in the sky above, trust your Uncle Mark Singh. This shit works. Okay, so you're talking about this. She winks at you, right? And you're like, okay. Don't do that again. Definitely don't do that again. And what I definitely don't want you to do is I understand. Now, now keep this between me and I, I don't want you to do this. I understand that you slay guys with your hug. Your hug just absolutely kills men. Do not hug me. Now, again, guys, you're listening to it and be like, dude, that's so contrived and obvious. When she's attracted, she's going to buy into it, even if it is contrived and obvious and like, yeah, he's trying to get me to hug him. She wants to hug you. So now you're giving her the opportunity. One thing I say as a quick side note is whenever I hug a girl, I always say, come here, I'm a hug dealer. H-U-D, dealer. I'm a hug dealer, kind of like drug dealer, get it? I'm a hug dealer, come here, give me a hug. And what I always suggest, boys, is when you first meet a girl on a date off of Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, 
or you met a girl in public and you haven't really touched her yet, you got her number, you texted with her and you got her on a date, hug her right when you see her to break that physical ice. So back to the role playing, I tell her her superpower is seduction. She winks at me, my heart stops. I say, don't hug me. And then she gives me a big hug and I pretend my knees go out. And then if she's into it, what can you do next? You got it. You're kissing. I understand. Just absolutely blows dudes' heads off. Like their head just blows up. Do not kiss me right now. Again, guys, okay, you got attraction. She's buying into it. Don't do this. It's almost like my four-year-old daughter. You know how I got her to put on her damn clothes today? True story is I pretended to put on her clothes. I'm like, oh, these pants are cool. I'm going to put them on. Don't take them from me, Lucia. Don't take it from me. And she's like, no, I want to put them on. And I'm like, this four-year-old girl is just like a 24-year-old girl, right? You tell them, don't do something. When they're attracted, they go back to that four-year-old state. And they say, no, I'm going to do it. Don't hug me. She hugs you, right? Do not whisper in my ear. I understand when you whisper in the ear, it just kills guys. Okay, and you could say that your superpower is the ability to resist her superpower. So now she's going to try even harder. So there's so many different ways to calibrate this and make it work for you to get women attracted to you. And by telling stories, what I call hypo stories works into this. So a hypo story, and it certainly justifies its own episode, is hypothetical stories either in the past or in the future where you guys like did something together. Role playing and hypo stories, they merge into one another. But what you can do to get role playing is tell stories about how she's obsessed with you, how she's stalking you. You guys who have been listening to my podcast have probably heard me call women stalker Texas Rangers. You're a stalker Texas Ranger, aren't you? Yeah, I've seen you outside my home with your sniper rifle and your ghillie suit and your little sniper hide watching me dance in my Speedo all oiled up doing my nightly, right, 9 p.m. Speedo dance. I know you watch me do that. I've seen you outside. That wasn't you. That was some other girl. Yeah, right. That was you. Hey, listen, stop leaving the ladder resting on the side of my house, okay? Please, just put it back in the garage. That thing blows over when it gets windy. It almost killed the dog last week. Just put the damn ladder back in the garage, okay? I know you're obsessed with me. You can't stop thinking about me. I understand. Your friend told me you have a big statue of me in your backyard. It's granite, and it says lay champion, chiseled in the granite beneath my feet. I understand, but relax, okay? The picture of me on your ceiling, a little creepy. I kind of like it. Kind of does it for me, but at the same time, it's a little creepy. Okay, stop stalking me. Stop being obsessed with me. Will you stop texting me? Okay, you text me so often. It's like my cell phone's overheating and it burned my leg the other day because it's just like text after text after text. It's too much. Okay, relax. Slow down, Sarah. You're obsessed with me. Then what's she going to do? She's going to be like, no, you're obsessed with me. And she's going to tell stories about how you're chasing her. Now you guys are developing attraction because again, your kids on the play yard, just making stuff up, role-playing, pretending she's this, pretending you're that, and you guys act out these stories. Another thing I often say is, if you were a police officer and I was a criminal, I'd so oh, sweet talk my way out of custody. I'd so sweet talk my way out of it. And she'd be like, no, you wouldn't. And I'd be like, officer, officer, I just have to tell you that when you look at me like that, it kind of makes me want to run, right? I kind of want to run from you. Thinking about running right now. And then you turn around and you pretend to run and she grabs your hand. And then like you grab her wrist and you pull her in and you're like, not today, officer. I'm going to seduce my way out of custody. For example, if I were to whisper in your ear right now, just like this, and you move the hair off of her ear, 
kind of grab her behind the hair, which I like to do. I kind of like to run my hands up the back of their neck into their hair and kind of grab it. Don't pull it. The way you do it is you grab close to the roots and you just kind of put some pressure on it and then you whisper in your ear. And before you whisper in a girl's ear, it's always good to just kind of breathe out a little bit. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to do to you right now. And you kind of speak seductively to them. So again, talking about any situation where she's obsessed with you, she's stalking you, she's trying to chase you, she's trying to get you works awesomely well. Like you could even do it where you owe the government money and she's from the IRS, like trying to hunt you down. And you can create an entire story about that, how she's showing up at your door. But what she doesn't realize is she's a little attracted to you. So she's going the extra mile, right? She's going after John Adams and Eric Spakovia, but she really likes you, Mark Singh. And she's chasing you. So she just continues focusing on you. And you're like, listen, I'll pay the back taxes. Okay, just stop showing up at my door. Stop making excuses to show up. What was the deal when you showed up in the bikini? Come on, Sarah, a little obvious, a little obvious. So again, boys, any situation where she's obsessed with you, she's going after you, she's attracted to you. You can get her more attracted to you by explaining these and it's playful, it's fun. Okay, again, kids on the schoolyard. Now, some of you, again, might be listening and be like, well, that would never work with the girls I'm interested in. Brothers, it works with all women. You guys have these preconceived notions of like what works with this kind of girl and works with that kind of girl. Women are women just as men are men. Can you honestly tell me that an Arab dude and a black dude and a Japanese dude and a white dude like myself are not all attracted to tits and ass? You can't tell me that because we're all designed the same. We're all attracted to hot chicks, sexy bodies, just as women are all attracted to the same thing. Yes, even a grandma in the old folks facility would have fun with this role-playing stuff. Women are women. It doesn't change with nationality. It doesn't change with age. It doesn't change what country you live in. I know because I lived in Japan for four years and that's the furthest you can get away from American culture without going into a third world society. That's the furthest and it works the same. Okay, attraction is the same across the board. Playfulness, boys. I cannot express enough how powerful this is. You need to be more playful. Why? Again, that horrible song that was created in the fires of hell itself. Girls just want to have fun. So true. So role-playing, mix it into some of your conversations. Get her again in a role-playing situation where she's obsessed with you and she's trying to seduce you. That works extremely well. Gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. As a reminder, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays. If you could please go to my Instagram page and follow me, as well as go to my YouTube page, The Unapologetic Man Podcast with Mark Singh, which link is in the description below. I'd really appreciate it. Follow me, subscribe, like my videos, comment on them. I'm trying to grow the podcast. And yes, the podcast is now on video. So if you're curious what I look like, curious what it looks like for me to be on the podcast, here I am right here on video. Please go check that out. Again, the link is in the description below and follow me on Instagram. I'm really trying to up my game, post more videos. So check that out. Like them, comment, please participate because that helps my stuff grow. And guys ask me all the time. They're like, how can I help you, bro? I just want to help you. You give me so much information, almost 500 episodes, thousands of hours of information about masculinity, confidence, seducing women. How can I repay that? please just follow my shit. Tell your friends about it. Subscribe, like, that helps me the most. So again, gentlemen, I do appreciate you listening. Please stay tuned for the next one. It's going to be another banger and I will see you in the next episode. Ah!